Hello America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley. And sorry about that this week for not releasing a new episode on Monday. Uh, Apparently, it is extremely hard on your body to go from working and working out every day or at least six days a week. Um, Fully go into a move where you move from one borough to another one in New York City and uh, jump right back into a work week. And then you catch COVID-19, which is currently what I'm afflicted with at the moment. I have COVID-19. Yes, it is real. Yes, you can get it. And um, I'm quarantining um, alone at home in our new apartment that we just moved into. So it's been a it's been an interesting last week or so. Funny enough, I actually recorded an episode last week where I'm so exhausted on it, and this is pre-COVID, and not pre-COVID for the world, but pre-COVID for me, Corey Easley, your host. Hey, everybody, it's me, Dick Vitale. How you doing? <laughs> me, me, your host. If you don't know who Dick Vitale is, please look him up. Uh, Dickie V. Anyway, yeah, I uh, have COVID right now. It's not. It's no laughing matter. Although I can say it, it's nice to know that I'm not a person that needs to get like hooked up to a machine or some shit. That is something that I'm truly thankful for. But I am recording this on Thanksgiving Day. And I'm sitting here and I'll tell you what I've eaten so far today. I know what you guys are eating. And the reason I know what you guys are eating is because I'm all over Instagram. Because I have nothing better to do. This is like my nightmare, you know. And people are eating turkey and pies and greens and mac and cheese and all kinds of shit like that and i have eaten eggs i've eaten oatmeal i've had a couple of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and now i'm just drinking some coffee and later on i'll probably have a shot of nyquil just to put me down if you know what i mean you know because i'd like to sleep through the night um interestingly enough i my biggest fear about potentially ever even getting COVID to begin with was that I had a pretty bad history of asthma as a child and then also used to be a smoker. So I was like, man, that shit's probably going to fuck my lungs up. But luckily, so far, I've had no issues with my breathing or anything. So that's pretty fucking cool. Um, really, I'm just all sniffly and shit. And I was thinking that it was just because I got caught in the rain while we were moving. It turns out that uh, I have this cold and it, it, it's it's uh, it's the real deal you know I got my results I was at work and it said it was like it says positive and negative on the paper but then like the one word is in bold print positive and I just couldn't believe it I couldn't believe what I was seeing <coughs> excuse me you see that it's like like I got a little bit of a cough too I'll cough like maybe three times a day a couple of coughs here and there You know, I'm not out here hacking my lungs out like some of the people that are making everybody uncomfortable in public these days. You know, those people you see them coughing, like how could, how dare you be doing that shit in public? I'm not like that, you know. But yeah, last week in the days leading up to me uh, actually getting COVID, I was fucking pooped. I was beat. I was exhausted. I was all the words that you could think of 
that just basically mean you need to go to sleep for a couple of days and you can't do shit. I was exhausted, which I think somehow didn't help in the fact that I was just, my immune system was probably just shot and vulnerable. So I took a hit. I'm taking a hit right now. I have to be locked up. You know how hard this shit is to be, to be a person who's just always on the go. Again, I don't want to bitch too much because I am happy that I'm not suffering. You know, it could be really bad. And I'm still debating whether or not I should release the episode of the podcast that I recorded where I'm clearly exhausted and rambling and don't know what the fuck I'm talking about because my head is just, I just can't like stay on a subject. Although I did listen back to it and I did bring up some really good points about, about a few things. I don't want to disclose them right now, but if anyone is interested in me releasing that podcast as even a bonus episode, shoot me a DM at Corey Easley underscore. I will be home in quarantine for the next at least 10 days, right? That's how you got to do it. Um, Shoot me a DM and let me know if you want me to release it. I could just actually release an episode every single fucking day if I wanted to. Um, But we got big things coming up. I got a, uh, we got another Beverly show coming up, a holiday special coming up on the 20th. Shout out to the squad. Shout out to Gary DeNoia. Shout out to Jesse, Julia, Teresa, Rich Templeton. Shout out to Brooks. Am I missing anybody? Fuck. If I am missing somebody, I'm going to feel like a real dickhead because I feel like I just said everybody's names. Uh, Sorry, I have COVID. All right. That's why I'm going to start using that shit as an excuse now as long as I can. Because I'm really bummed that I got COVID, but I feel like it's one of those things, weirdly, when it goes away, I'm going to miss it. Like, God damn, it was really cool when I had COVID and everybody was concerned. And then you got to go back to nobody giving a shit about you anymore. You know? Because I really got this tough outer shell. Like, I don't want anybody to think about me, but the truth is, it's really nice. The amount of people that have poured out love and support and told me, hey, I'm thinking of you and uh, I hope you feel better. And I hope I feel better too. And it's nice to know because I'm going to remember all the people who told me that they hope I feel better. Why? For what reason? Who knows? I used to love that threat. That threat like, oh, I'm going to remember that. Motherfucker, you do something to somebody, they don't like it. I'm going to remember that. Or you don't do something for somebody, they're going to remember that. Cool, remember it. I don't give a fuck. Chris Tucker said it the best in, um, in Friday. Classic, hood classic. Classic movie in general, but definitely hood classic. Classic black movie. Um, starring Ice Cube, O'Shea Jackson, um, Tiny Zeus Lister. May he rest in peace. And my man, Chris Tucker, who I really wish he was uh, still doing comedy and shit. I love Chris Tucker. I'm a big fan. Good friends with Michael Jackson, I think. For uh, as long as I can remember. They were bros. Um, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Chris Tucker made me believe that Michael Jackson was a little bit normal. You know what I mean? Because Chris Tucker is just such a funny dude. I was like, oh, well, he's friends with him. He's got to be kind of like a little normal, right? He's not just all kind of like a weird, I am Peter Pan kind of dude, right? Um, I think we... I think. I think it should be it should be uh, free for all on Michael Jackson for as long as anybody remembers who he is. Cuz you know the other day I was at uh I was at work 
damn it, that's two coughs. Fuck, sorry. It's gonna now it sounds like I'm lying. I was at work and uh, the R. Kelly song came on, The World's Greatest or something like that, I believe. But it was like a mix. It was like some Skrillex mix. And somebody was like, oh, man, you guys are going to let R. Kelly play? And I think they were joking. But, you know, the funny thing is no one really ever bats an eye when, like, Smooth Criminal comes on. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, they, people were saying a lot of stuff about both <laughs> about both of these people. Um, so if we're going to, if the rules are going to apply to one person, I guess they should apply to everyone. And at the end of the day, people do horrible things. I think... Um, we, I, I say this a lot, but I think we put way too much, we put like famous people on a pedestal, you know, and then we get like shocked when they do something atrocious, like they're not capable of it, you know what I mean? Like everyone is capable of doing something horrible, it's just part of being a human, you know, we just uh, have taken so much pride in being civilized, which we should, because we've done some cool shit, you know? We're sending rockets to space to stop asteroids from hitting our planet. This is our planet now. We're taking ownership of it. You know, we invented the word Earth. I wonder if you go anywhere else in the world. I wonder if you go anywhere else in the universe. If they even call planets planets. You ever think about that shit? You ever think about how we literally made everything up, including this language that I'm speaking to you that you can fucking hear me clearly and know exactly what I'm saying in? You know, and some people are really good at using the English language, man. Those are the people that are the most impressive to me. That's why I love comedians. I was actually just recently re-watching the... Uh, recently, and by recently, I mean last fucking night when I came home bummed as fuck because I found out that I have COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus, a.k.a. the Rona, a.k.a. I don't know whatever the fuck else people are calling it. But uh, it's the big one these days. Um, you know, back in the day, when you would get the big disease that was out, the chances of you surviving it were very fucking slim to none. Um, so it just really goes to show you what, what, what era we're living in. You got to take care of yourself as best as you can. And even if you do, like I do, um, you can still get COVID. It's a fact because people are just everywhere. You can't escape them unless you go live in some fucking mountain somewhere where no you have no neighbors, no one can hear you scream. If a tree falls in the woods, no one hears it. Does it make a sound? Uh, if a bear shits in the woods and you step in a shit, will it make the shit smell again? Will it reactivate the smell of the shit? Yes. Everybody knows that if you tamper with shit, it smells like shit again. Right? God. Do your research. Go pick up a pile of dog shit off the ground, stick it in a microwave and see what happens. Don't look at me. I'm not a scientist. But yeah, um, he's back. He's back, baby. I'm releasing this shit the second I finish talking. I just wanted you to all know that I miss you all. So I moved, right? So me and my wife, we, we had a conversation last year. There's a siren outside and... Honestly, I thought because I was in this back office room, which is now going to be the recording space, among other things. We're also calling it the shit room because there's shit in this room at the moment and it's not like the most organized. 
But my wife was like, there's not going to be the shit room. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess this is the shit room now. Because I thought that was so funny. Anyway. Uh, God, can I just keep my train of thought? Is COVID, this COVID slice into every thought that you have? So you can't complete one? Um, who knows? Stay tuned. Maybe I'll do a podcast every single day to keep you all updated on my COVID. What have I done today? I haven't put on a pair of pants, I'll tell you that. Um, why would I? Why would anyone wear pants in their own house? Um, <clears throat> right, so my wife and I had a conversation about a year ago where we helped someone move. And we looked at each other and we were like, I'm never fucking moving again. We are hiring movers if we have to move. And I was on board with that idea. And she was fucking adamant about it, it seemed, at the time. And then when it came time to the move, because we, we weren't keeping everything, right? Our, our our plan was, you know what? We're not even keeping all the big stuff. We're selling our old bed. We're selling uh, the couch. We're going to buy a new couch, have it shipped to the new apartment. We're gonna buy. We're buying a new bed. We're gonna bring it to a new apartment and build it from IKEA. We built an IKEA bed. Did not get into a fight. Um, accomplishment. Huge, major. Uh, yeah. So we said, "Fuck it, we can do this." So we started moving all of the shit ourselves. We had our friends Balin and Anthony help us. Thank you for them. Big shout out. Uh, and yeah, it was a piece of cake, kind of. For the most part, except for the fact that we kind of got caught in the rain. I was starting to feel like shit. And next thing you know, I got COVID. But the move was a success. The apartment, we love it. We're moving. We're we're pretty much we were pretty much fully moved in <clears throat> and out of the old apartment for that matter. So it's cool. Moving is just something that it, it can be very stressful. And it's like, it's either, I don't think it's like ever that easy, unless you hire movers, and even so, like you still have to get your shit to the place and then start putting it, giving everything a new home. Like not only do you get a new home, but all your belongings now have a new home as well. The hardest part was moving the cat, you know, because she was freaking the fuck out. And it was one of those... I felt just like I was like like a traitor, you know? Like I had to lure her into this cat carrier by throwing treats in there. So I played on her, her weakness, which is snacks. Threw some treats in there, got her in, stuffed her in, sprayed her with this spray. <laughs> felt like I was like chloroforming her and throwing her into the back of a van. And then we got her into the car and she's just crying and wailing the whole time. And honestly, it's one of the most heartbreaking uh, sounds you could hear while you're trying to get and on a 20 minute drive too not even maybe like 15 16 minutes we took a quick route and it was late so there was no it was relatively little to no traffic but that shit was rough man that shit was really fucking hard but she's here and uh she seems to have acclimated to it pretty quickly so that's good and then i got covid and then I got COVID. Is this a podcast about you having COVID? Yeah, I guess it is. I guess this is the COVID cast. I guess Corey has COVID and I'm going to keep blowing my fucking nose until like it's red, right? I just don't look my best right now. And it's all right. It's fine. This is just me now. You know when you're sick and you feel like shit and you're just like, 
Well, the crazy thing is I don't feel that terrible, but you know when you just are not your best self and you feel like it's never going to end? Like this is just you now. This is just my life now. That's how I feel, which is crazy because in some respect, I feel like that kind of mentality is what has made me be successful in other areas of my life. Whatever is happening, whatever punches that are coming my way, I can roll with them because I'm just like, okay, let me just lean into the resisting stuff. Oftentimes, I think makes your life more difficult. If you just lean into shit, it's like, well, I mean, like he's not even fighting it. You know what I mean? Like, why would I if there's nothing I could do about it? There's really nothing I could do. But for some reason, I also can't help but have this uh, this feeling of guilt. And I know that might sound strange, being that I'm sitting here, like, it's not like I went and got COVID on purpose, right? I feel really guilty. My wife's not here. Um, it's Thanksgiving. Mother-in-law's in town. Like, there's a lot of shit that is just, uh, a lot of plants have just fallen through because of me getting COVID unexpectedly. And I just feel... Like, I've derailed everything, and and I haven't done it on purpose, but when you're alone with your thoughts, it's kind of easy to go down a road where on that one road in particular, you're the worst person in the world. I haven't actually been down a road like that in a long time. I think we constantly find ourselves going and going and going. Um, You know, last week I... Celebrated a full year of sobriety, which was really cool. And a lot of people reached out and contacted me and told me how, how cool that was and congratulated me, which I, I greatly appreciate. Um, but it's it's really interesting to sit down here and now and have and be alone and be in my own head. And I don't want to drink or anything like that. Like, I have no desire to. But I got a phone call from a friend that I hadn't spoken to in a while this morning who called me to tell me that my journey and choosing to be sober inspired him. So that was really cool. That was nice and made me feel pretty good because I was legitimately feeling guilty. I think when you have that uh, mentality of, I used to drink all the time and I used to feel bad about what I may have said and did while I was hammered. And then it's kind of like, I just, and I went to Catholic school. (laughs) So I just naturally have, like, it's easy for me to just feel guilty for shit sometimes, even if it's not my fault. Um, And I just feel guilty for having COVID. It's fucking weird. I wish I didn't feel like that, you know? But then I I guess I wouldn't be me and if I didn't, you know, because I just truly just want everybody to be happy. And I don't want to be all lame and fucking mushy. I kind of would rather just be a prick and sit here and complain. So let me complain about something. Before I... Wait, hold on. Let me just say one more time. I feel really fucking bad for having COVID. I'm okay, but I wish that everybody else was happy. You know? I wish everybody else was together and enjoying themselves. And it's my fucking fault. And you know what? I don't care what anybody says because nobody's going to argue with me. It's my fault I ruined Thanksgiving. I stole Thanksgiving with my COVID. It was me. Uh, Okay, what else? So, okay, so we're packing up, right? We're moving out, moving out of the old apartment. I lived in that building for like eight years, maybe. Maybe 10. I mean, when I moved in that building, I was 22, so I guess 10. 
I was 22 years old. Okay. That seems about right. Yes, I was 22. Holy shit. And uh, I was a young boy. 22, you're a young kid. You're young. You're a young hot stud, you know. My facial hair sucked. It still does now. Nothing's changed. I had a haircut that made my forehead look like it was the fucking length of a guy. Like, I had a goddamn Reverend Al Sharpton forehead. <laughs> Fuck Reverend Al Sharpton. I can't stand that guy. For what reason anymore, I don't know. But for some reason, I hated him as a kid. And now I just feel like I have to... He hasn't done anything to change my mind. So fuck him. Uh, you heard me. I'll fight him too. I don't give a shit how old he is. With my COVID too. Anyway. And his fucking daughters. Right? Okay, relax. So I'm moving. Right? I moved into that building. And I was a young boy. And these, these people really gave me a chance. Like... Old Albanian family, I believe, owned the owned the the property. They were the management office. They ran the place. Uh, they just let this young black kid in their building. Twenty two. I could have been. I could have been throwing parties in there. You know, I could have had all kinds of fucking. I could have had dudes bringing beer kegs in there. A bunch of whores. I could. You know, I could have been doing wild shit. Getting noise complaint, you know. I'm I'm just not like that kind of person. I don't like disturbing other people's peace. I say it all the time. That's just not me. I don't step on toes. That's why I get so fucking mad when people step on mine. So uh, I have respect. R E S P C T. Still haven't lost my voice. Uh, suck it to me. Suck it to me. Suck it to me. Suck it to me or suck it to me. Um. So yeah. So I moved in and they gave me a chance and. I was really good, man. Like, I paid my fucking rent on time every fucking month for years. Um, I kept my place clean. I didn't have a lot of money at first, granted. You know, I mean, if I had $25 in my pocket when I first moved in there, I'd spend $18 on a 12-pack and buy a pack of hot dogs, and that would be my, my food. <laughs> Uh, drinking was more important to me than, than eating or anything for that matter. So they were with me through that. It was cool. Um, a lot of growing up there. I did. There was a woman. She still lives there. You know, people say there was a woman. There was a girl. You ever seen that movie us, that Jordan Peele movie? That movie was trash in my opinion. That's my, that's my opinion on it. Um, Jordan Peele's great. I don't like that movie. Uh, so, if you don't get that reference, you're going to have to check it out. You might like the movie. But there, there's a woman that lives there. She lives upstairs. She has a son. Her son's got special needs. And he's a nice kid, you know. And he one time fell and hit his head on the sidewalk and got pretty injured and uh, my wife and I took checked to him, checked up on him, and made sure he was okay, and called an ambulance and stuff like that. I believe that's what happened. Um, and she was just super grateful that because she wasn't around to take care of him. And I had seen her around for a while, always friendly, always smiling, always hello, how are you? You know, I was raised to be polite. I was raised to be a gentleman. So 
I say hello and I smile at people. That's what I do. So, and I, you know, I'm not an asshole. So this lady saw me packing up a U-Haul truck and she is pulling into the parking lot. She goes, like, whoa, whoa, what's, what's going on? And I was like, ah, I'm moving. And she was like, I'm sorry. Why? I'm sorry. Is everything okay? I was like, yeah, everything's great. It, uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I said, is it a, I said, no, 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 no. It's a good thing. And she's like, oh, well, it's been nice knowing you, I guess. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Like, it bummed me out that I made this woman so upset, but also it pissed me off. Because on the one hand, I'm just like, all right, I get that you don't want to see a good person go. Like, you know, you know, it's like the devil you know, right? Like some new person moves in there and they're an asshole. Or they fucking turn the oven on and fall asleep or some shit. Or, <coughs> excuse me, Jesus Christ, I guess the I don't cough thing is that ship has sailed, right? You know, and or it's like, but yo, but what did you think? I was going to fucking live here for the rest of my life? Or why are you that upset in the first place? Like, we don't hang out, lady. You know, I got really fucking and mostly I got mad because it made me because it made me so fucking sad. That's a psychological thing. That's a people pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to therapists so they could sit down and talk to him and go. Yeah, you know, something made me really sad, so I decided to use anger to uh, to deal with it, right? That's that's uh, how I chose to deal with it, because it bothered me. It bothered me for a fucking while, while I was packing stuff up, getting COVID. I was in the middle of getting COVID. I was packing up a truck. I was carrying every fucking single kettlebell out to the truck that I own, which was no easy feat. And meanwhile, I got this woman trying to make me feel guilty for bettering myself for her own personal reason. You know what it is? People are selfish. It's like when you leave a job that you worked at for a long time. You know, I worked at Pathmark when I was in college, the supermarket. If you don't know what Pathmark is, right? Like if you live somewhere else with grocery store, like, you know, like Publix, C-Town, ShopRite, Stop and Shop, fucking... Any, any any of those places that sell groceries, I worked at one of them, right? For a while, for like three years. I'm really good at keeping a job, for the most part. I say for the most part because I just never want to jinx it. But, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a good employee. I do what I, I do what is expected of me and then some, uh, if you know what I mean. No, and then uh, when I was leaving, I remember some people were upset. And I'm just like, bro, I'm 19. Like, did you think that I was going to be like 42 years old working here? No offense to the 42-year-old that I'm talking to. You know what I mean? But it's like people get attached to you. And I know that's not that's not necessarily them being malicious, like not like selfish in a way where it's like, fuck you. It's just more like people don't want to see you go. And that's what you got to realize, right? For me to get upset or angry at somebody for being sad to see me go, that's not actually really cool. So um, it was it was a little bit emotional for me, and I did choose to be upset about it. But the truth of the matter is, I also hate goodbyes. So uh, maybe I haven't gotten good at coping with change. Uh, 
Maybe I've gotten really good at hiding the fact that I'm not good at coping with change. Who knows? Stay tuned. There's going to be more podcasts coming up. This is coming out now. What I will like to say is, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And from the bottom of my heart, I truly mean this. Thank you to everyone who was in my life. Number one, thank you to my wife. I love you so very much. You, I I can't do or could not have done anything that I've done or built in the last couple of years, including my sobriety, without you by my side. You truly fucking mean the world to me. And I'll do anything for you. And thank you to everybody else for listening to my show and uh, supporting me and just being kind, right? Let's just continue to move forward and grow and support each other's growth spiritually, mentally, intellectually, physically too, right? Work out, get your ass to the gym and fucking, and break a sweat, okay? Burn some calories and drop some LBs or gain some LBs if you know what I'm saying. If you're trying to get on that Schwarzenegger tip, you feel me? But yeah, guys, thank you all. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with your families. Drink too much wine. Eat too much fucking food. Life is short, man. Cherish your time with your loved loved ones. Because these moments are fleeting. And uh, it's just important that you uh, are present. You know what I'm saying? The gift is the present. And on that note, be well, everybody.